to Simpler. We are three pastors, husbands, and fathers on a journey to make life simpler by holding Jesus as the core for every belief and practice. This journey has shaped us to be more like Christ, freed us from the shame of failure, and encouraged us to a deeper love of our Lord and God. We invite you to join us in the discussions that have shaped and continue to shape our lives. I think I, f- I feel like I probably asked this question every year, but what are y'all's uh, Thanksgiving traditions that you do? Beats. Beats. <laughs> yeah. Beats, Bears, Battlestar Galactica. Michael! <laughs> uh, is that an office quote? Yeah. It is, yeah. He's, uh, I remember that one. It's when it's, I think it's a cold open where, uh, Jim shows up dressed as, dressed as Dwight. <laughs> he just like dressed as Dwight. <laughs> he dressed as Dwight. Dressed as Dwight and Aminals. In the office today, dressed as Dwight. Oh, he dressed as yeah. Dwight. Yeah. Yeah. He just walks in and he's like, bears, beats, <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> what is going on? What are you doing? I did it. That's not a joke. And he pulls out the bobblehead. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> That's right. I do remember that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was a shirt before in my in my uh pre-watching the office days, there was a shirt that I had quite a few friends had. Do y'all remember the uh those shirts that were Helvetica font that were just like three words that it started from Epic Meal Time. It usually was just bacon, bacon, bacon. And then a lot of people picked up on that trend. Uh, and this one was Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica. And I had, this, I had no idea the joke, but like everybody else did. So it was one of those ones where I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I funny. don't care to ask questions. I'll they just I'll laugh. start with B. I'll just <laughs> laugh and point. I too enjoy alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, traditions, not not really. My The last, I guess, three years or something we've done, the turkey bowl. So me and my boys mean? against my brother-in-law and his boys, we play the turkey bowl. And play some football. Oh, football. And so I think they're up two to one. I think that they've won two. Do you have a trophy? We don't. You should get a turkey trophy. We, well, i tell you this. We did have a family tradition for a while that we started back in, golly, like 2008. Mm -hmm. And it was a card game called golf. And we had a golf trophy. And so we had a big golf tournament. We'd play like 10 rounds or whatever. And whoever had the lowest score combined after 10 rounds was the winner. And I won the very first year and I was super excited. And so I had the trophy for a year and then never won again. And we we played like, (laughs) we played like seven more years. The trophy was passed around. And then one year we were like, the trophy had broken or gotten lost or something. So everybody put in 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we just quit. So we're reviving that this year. We're bringing back the golf tournament this year nice yeah i'm curious what it's going to be this year for us because i mean you know as there's family changes there's changes in what you do my grandpa passed away this year i mean obviously he was he was in a home but it included going up there and playing games with him and so and there's he he always played games and stuff yeah yeah yeah. so i mean up until hey look at us man matching i forgot Oh, that's a, I mean that's all that's the only shirts you have right yeah it's just black shirts I didn't I didn't, I didn't even I wasn't even watching him over there yeah <laughs> I think this is the first time I've forgotten so what I'll do Mike is superimpose a still image of you now and just <laughs> for, for the first for the first bit of the conversation it's just perfectly it's just so, and then and jump into it. <laughs> they'll never uh, know oh well I'm back They're, hey what's up hey <laughs> a quick change. Quick change. Well, I'm also curious, like, I'm trying to figure out what do we 
fight for as a family. There's part of me that like really enjoys those old traditions. Like of all mm. of all of us getting together certain days, Christmas, Thanksgiving, these are typical American holiday traditions and playing games, hanging out, eating snacks all day. And then you make the turkey sandwiches at night, just the different little things you would do. And I was thinking with like, but we're also at a point like between me and my cousins, like all of us have kids, all of us have grown up. So it's just, do we fight for that? Or do we just be like, you know what? That was awesome when we had it. And now when we have a chance, let's hang out and do it. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to figure out, like, do we want this year even, do we want to like fight to make Thanksgiving and Christmas look the way that we know it has in the past? Or do we just make new traditions? Yeah. So we, we do every Christmas Eve with Michelle's family and then, fun. and then we do Christmas morning on our own. Like nice. everybody's on their own for Christmas morning. Yeah. I think it's a personality thing too. Like you yeah. choose yeah. what's important to you. Yeah, absolutely. Football. <clears throat> like, yeah, with Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like the best thing about the day for us is it's football. After, well, after, yeah, after we eat, we usually eat a lunch mm-hmm. or like a late lunch. Yeah. And then it's like, you just sit fat and happy on the couch and watch football. <laughs> I, I don't like, my mom did this growing up. I, we would do like lunch like at three o'clock. I like that laugh terrible. so much. <laughs> it's just that interjected laugh you did. Please do this. Ha ha. We it tickled me so much. Yeah, but like <laughs> lunch at three o'clock, i.e. <laughs> We just need to get started. <laughs> oh, none of us are okay today. None of us no. are okay today. No. Uh, we can't talk. I've got a headache. Um, oh, wow. So anyway, what are we talking about today, Pierce? <laughs> oh, man. What are we talking about today, Pierce? We're talking about Thanksgiving. <laughs> talking about thankfulness happy thanksgiving everybody uh what's the tuesday this is tuesday, like, it's so, not thanksgiving yet. so in two, two days. days in tuesday happy thanksgiving <laughs> week you're crying Man, it was bad i was already at this like weird haha moment with your laugh and then i get messed up his words oh that was good <clears throat> happy thanksgiving this know, week thanksgiving, thanksgiving eve eve yeah so uh i'm gonna i'm gonna dwell as dwight <laughs> For this Thanksgiving. Um, so yeah, I'll throw it to you guys as the audience. Let us know your traditions. What do you guys do? What have y'all, yeah. what have y'all done? What foods do you enjoy to eat and stuff like that? So every year what we do, uh, the week of Thanksgiving is we uh, discuss with one another what we've been thankful for over the past year um, and kind of where we are in regards to the mindset of thankfulness and things like that necessarily. So um, so yeah, I think that's, that's, do we do anything? I mean, that's just kind of basically it. We just walk around, just go, yeah. go between us. And so, uh, Ryan, did you want to kick us off? I can. Sure. Uh, so this, this year has been, um, it's been a very interesting year. I have, I have been exhausted physically. Um, just haven't felt well health wise for a long time. Nothing major. We've run all these tests, so nothing major is wrong, which is awesome. But we are still trying to figure out what is going on yep. in my in my system that's just causing me to be dragging all the time. Um, art, man, I have not put nearly as much time in art. This is my worst year in terms of creating art and selling art in about five years, and uh, and and that's that's totally on me. I. I have made myself a lot more busy with church stuff and I've really enjoyed that. Yeah. But um, I, I do enjoy painting and it is still about 35% of my income. And so it's super beneficial <laughs> for me. Yeah. But uh, uh, 
It's been it's been interesting. So I think one of the things that I am most thankful for this year is um, going all the way back to August September 2022. I've I've kind of changed some things that I've been doing in terms of my study and my reading and uh, just making more notes, um, thinking a lot more intentionally about the Bible, spending a lot more time in the Bible than I ever have before. And, and year over year, uh, well, a month away from wrapping up this year, this year I will have spent more time in the Bible than I ever have in a single year in, in my life. And it's been really refreshing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, I, I'll say it this way. I, I feel like I'm on the precipice of being thankful for a lot of things that haven't quite come to fruition yet. So mm-hmm. what I mean by that is, I feel as though God is doing something in my life that I don't even know at this point how to verbalize. I'm not exactly sure what it is. I feel God drawing me to a place where I enjoy him more, where I delight in him more, but I don't, I don't know still what that's going to look like. Um, there have been some things that I have noticed just from a practical standpoint, things that I, I am finding more pleasure in the things of God and less pleasure in not things that I, uh, you know, some people go, I'm liking my sin less and I'm loving God more. And for me, it's not that it's, there has been, ah, man, I'm so afraid to say this because I don't want anybody to take it as a rule or a law. I'm not making it a rule or a law. Uh, I like my downtime. I like, there are times that I just need my brain to not be engaged, Mm -hmm. not teaching, not studying, not writing, just free. What I have found is, for me, if I'm not guarded on that, an hour of downtime for my brain will become four hours of downtime, and then I can get really easily, I can fall off that really quickly and just not use my time well. Mm. There's, a, there's a balance for me. Interesting. Um, and so I'm not really good at just taking a moment. If I take a moment, I end up taking the whole day, and mm. I, I that, don't- And that's a problem? For me. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think- I, th- I don't think there's anything wrong with taking a whole day off. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying that for me, there are times that I'm like, okay, look, I just need a little break. I need a little rest. I see. Like and during I, the day, you're trying to take a little break. And I don't get back into my things that I need to get back into, right? So whether that's finishing a painting or, or I, I'm allowing myself to be distracted too much. Uh, and, and so I am finding in those moments, not condemnation, I am finding in those moments a pull back into the things of God and a pull back into like a desire for the things of God. That's cool. Um, so that's why I say, I want to be really careful. I want, I'm not trying to create a line or a system for people. Uh, there are things that God is doing in my life. There are, I don't know. I, 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 I have been praying intentionally for a couple of months, uh, probably somewhere midsummer to now I've been praying that God would help me to delight in things that he delights in and not to delight in things he doesn't delight in. Because I'm convinced in part from Hebrews 12 that there are sins that that entangle us and then there are also things that hinder us that are in a different category than sin. Mm, Yeah. And and so sin feels mostly obvious to me. Like I know that this thing didn't glorify God, but I'm I've been praying more intentionally over the last three or four months. What are the things that are hindering me from enjoying you properly? Mm. So so I feel like next year when we do this, I'm going to be able to say, oh my gosh, guys, let me show you all these things that God has been teaching me. I'm so excited for it. I'm so grateful for it. I think right now what I'm grateful for is I am very aware that I'm on a journey with the Mm. Lord 
and I just don't know what the fruit of that's going to be yet. So I don't have yeah. a, I don't have a lot to say about that other than I know that I'm in, I'm, I'm in this mode of moving forward. And for whatever reason, I feel now Pierce looking at you, like I need to say, it's kind of I feel like, you know, uh, Tolkien esque, yeah. you know, Sounds <laughs> like, like it, yeah. and, and I, I'm, I'm excited to see what comes of this, mm-hmm. uh, and that's a really funny description until it makes sense. Yeah. It just, I'm a storyteller and I knew Pierce like would like that and appreciate mm-hmm. it. And so I don't Pierce, know. Man. It's like Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one I would not have used as an example, probably unless I was only catering to Pierce, yeah. but you know, it's um, really, I don't, this is probably the wrong use of the word ironic, but you know, it's ironic about that. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Alanis Morissette and was yeah. wrong <laughs> Actually, on every the, single one of those. <laughs> the, imi- the image that JK Rowling tried to paint by designing quidditch was uh circumstances in life <laughs> which is funny right so like talking about uh working hard well you don't know do you know the ins and outs of quidditch no okay it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter i listened to the first book but like there was, was bored out of my mind yeah, so. there was like a, a whole bunch of backlash concerning the rules from which makes sense from a sports perspective and she's like i'm not trying to write a sports book <laughs> yeah, like here, right. here's the imagery i'm trying to paint with the picture but quidditch. it's a freaking sport. but it's a sport i Personally, I mean, I know me and you are never going to agree on Harry Potter, but personally, I enjoy this. Some of my favorite Guys, chapters to read. Wait, wait, wait. She wrote I'm some, trying to do life lessons through a sport, but I don't care about it, the rules because <laughs> I'm not caring about the No, she does care sport. about the rules, but it's for a, it's for a know, literary but purpose. A, but instead if there's of a, a problem with the rules, it'd be like someone saying like, <laughs> hey, this book was written really bad in terms of literary. Well, I wasn't really trying to do like a literature book. I was trying to write a story. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's a sport or it's not a sport. Like, take your pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and then... The Americans made their own version of it with oh sticks between gosh, their legs yeah. so they can run around. Is that what you're thankful for? <laughs> yeah. It's for being able to watch those videos of people running around I with sticks I'm, between I their legs. I think I'm just like, obviously I'm a little irritated because it's a bunch of non-sport people playing. And I'm just like, this is, it's either a sport Dude, or it's not a sport. What's crazy. I mean, I would, I'd be curious about your view on it as an athlete, but I remember watching some of the, some of the clips from the UT games that they had. And there were some people that I was like, holy crap, dude, this guy is getting it. Like, just like, just going down the field with this ball, like ready with a stick, but so they have to, they kept to keep one hand, which is awkward on their, on the broom at all times. But the broom is like, no joke, this big. So it's not even like a full size broom, but there, like they, this long. dude was playing it like, like, like more of an intramural football type game where he's like, he's shoulder checking people. He's pushing them out of the way. And yeah, I was like, this guy's like getting it. it. Like he's getting was the everybody else playing that way too. No. <laughs> so like, that's, it's like, but they, those weren't the clips they were sharing. They were yeah. sharing the clips of this guy. Because he's an athlete that loves Harry Potter. That- <laughs> no. Or he was like, you know what's off season. I got to go. I'll go tackle some nerds while I'm doing it. <laughs> Well, let me wrap up really quick. My apologies. You're, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to take, you said I'm Tolkien and I was like, I've never played it's time for me to talk. <laughs> I, uh, I am, I am also thankful for, um, Micah, you mentioned this last week that we have, you and I have had over 21 years of friendship, oftentimes struggled with trusting God for our provision. And there have been so many examples again, this year of where God has just met the needs of my family and taken care of us. And, um, we're not poor. I had to remind, I didn't have to, I was trying to remind my family recently, we're not poor. We have a lot of stuff, but we're also not rich. We need to be careful with how we're spending our money. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but just to know that God is always providing for us. And what has been really cool is that this year I've seen both of my boys voice at different times, how cool it is to watch God provide for us. Like when we're, when we have a need or when something comes up and they're like, man, and Asher made the the point one time, he said, dad, super cool to me, how you always sell a painting right when we have a need. 
And he goes, and he's beginning to connect that to the things of God. And so that's mm-hmm. been really neat to see that begin to develop in my boys at this early age, which is something that I at 48 still struggle to understand. <laughs> and so I'm very grateful that my boys are catching what I couldn't catch at their age yeah. and didn't catch at their age. And so it's been neat to watch them grow. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm People have asked me, you know, with the church building, are you super excited about the church building? Are you super excited that more people are coming? And I said, I said, I, not really. Like to me, like the number of people in the church building aren't exciting to me. I, I, it's going to make things so much nicer to be in one service and stuff like that. And I think that there are benefits to it. <laughs> one service. Uh, yeah. For, <laughs> for two months. <laughs> but I think the thing that I'm excited about is I have had, I don't want to exaggerate it. So I, I have had scores of conversations with people over this past year who are like, man, I feel like I am, I am enjoying God more than I've ever enjoyed him. I'm feeling freedom in Christ more than I've ever felt. And so I feel like that's the part that I'm super excited about with our church and mm-hmm. where things are going with the 456 is that people seem to be coming to a place where they're finally taking hold of their identity in Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. has been the most exciting part for me over this past year. And I have... I have loved it. I have just, mm-hmm. I have loved every minute of every teaching opportunity I've had over this past year and can't wait for next, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. Uh, very, very thankful for, and, and I, I feel really blessed to have the family that I have with Michelle and the boys. Um, just always a joy and a delight. And so that's where I'm thankful. Nice. And right, now we'll get started. What are we talking about today, Ryan? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think uh, to branch off some of the stuff you've said, Ryan. As you don't well, have to be thankful for your own crap. Come no, on, no, I have it right down here. Well, actually, I, did, I didn't write it down. This is a secret one. Um, and Micah, you had said you mentioned something last last episode about finances as well, about how um, you've gotten to a place where you're not asking for, for provision, but it's just an aspect of how you trust God, just in general. Like you're not. I don't. Sure. I, I forgot how you said that. I said I've been like when we pray as a family, I just, we just thank Him for His constant yeah, provision. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. I think this year, which I feel like I've probably said this over, or I've definitely felt it over the past few years, this year, it's, it's just still so noticeable how the Lord has settled me in him, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. um, so on that, on that same heartbeat of just like the, the different little things that I feel like God has kind of guided, guided me to try to help narrow down, especially for our young adults with, with our conversations, but like, don't allow, don't allow conviction to become condemnation. Like, um, these, these little things that are just, that are normal for the gospel, but it's just like, that was such an issue with my Christian life was just me condemning myself day in and day out for so long. And I, I just think that it's, I think that's still going to be a journey. I think they're going to continue to settle in the things I've got and continue to be more comfortable in that. But I felt like for years, um, up until the last few years, um, that my relationship with God, that maybe the way to put it was felt more free form than foundational. If that makes sense. Like, um, in the way of like, I, I didn't feel as solid as I do now. I got you. If that makes sense. I know it's not about feeling necessarily, but I think that's what I mean about being settled. Like I'm, I'm, it's, we, it's weird when people speak in things that are contrary to the truth of the gospel or who God is. Cause I'm like, well, that's not, what are you talking about? Like, that's, yeah, yeah. it's not just like a, well, wait a minute, where are you coming from? It's like, no, it's stupid. What are you, like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, with with this and with foundational basic issues like our basic uh, <laughs> topics like who we are in Jesus, what the cross accomplished, what the empty grave, what the cross and the empty grave accomplished, and so um, I'm I'm just thankful. I wish I I could have thought of more specific examples, but just I'm thankful that 
um, that the ways of God and the character of God and who God's, who God is has found an, an active home in my heart, mind, and speech and how, like, how it's, it's not like I have to, like I had to years ago, like force myself to think or remember or say things a certain way, but rather now branching off of same language from, from last week, I have the opportunity to proclaim the things of God. I have the opportunity to worship the Lord. I have the opportunity. Mm -hmm. And like, these are things that are, that are, I'm thankful for the Lord pushing me to take advantage of the opportunities I have now in him. Um, and that, and that, and for, for my life, just personally, that looks like my family, that looks like ministry. It looks like hanging out with you guys. Like, and it's something I'm very thankful for. And to branch off of that as well, the, the thankful for you guys, like I'd mentioned. How many branches is this? I've got, I've got the biggest tree that I got, I got to go through. Man. Uh, Sorry. Th- these are all just notes and notes. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't know what I was talking about anymore. Oh yeah. Um, there's been little insights. Yes, yeah, this is a branch. It's been little insights this year to, uh, to more aspects of Christian culture. May it be through, um, seeing, seeing clips from different events or different churches or, or hearing what's going on, um, even in local churches and different things like that. Just, just different insights into the realm of Christian culture in general that have just made me overwhelming that, that I've realized how, to, to be really descriptive, how sheltered I have been uh. um, from the downfall and failures may be too strong of a term, but that's, that's what I mean. Like the, the active misrepresentation of the gospel, may it be um, uh, malicious or may it just be ignorance. Still it's misrepresentation of who Christ is. And I think that I've, I've been overwhelmingly blessed with, with the community that we've had in the, and the, between the three of us, but also just this, the, the goals that we've had to make it not about us, make it not about who we are, but just who Christ is. And I think that, that, that has become such a norm for me that I'm still so shocked. And I remember, um, just, just the way that people mis, mishandle the gospel and the way that people do ministry. I'm still just shocked by it. And I remember, um, praying back in the 710, I had a similar thought. I forget what it was about specifically, but it was about my shock value. And I remember actively praying that God would never let me become jaded for things like that. And I think now looking back, it's 10 years ago. I think looking back, I think that he's been faithful to answering that prayer. I don't know exactly how I would say that, but like, I, I don't want to not be appalled by the way that people misuse the word of my God. Mm. I want to be taken aback and say, and, 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 let that drive me to correctly represent who he is and drive my ministry um, and how I love people and how I proclaim the gospel to people and how I shepherd people. Like the, the fact is that there, there, I mean, what we've experienced a lot of the 456, there's been a lot of people that have come from hurt, come from, come from people who have misused the pulpit and misused ministry mm-hmm. and misused those types of relationships where now we have the opportunity to, to show the comfort and the goodness and the grace of God. And, and it's, and it's, as much as that breaks my heart, I think that it's, it's also continues to, to light a fire within me to, to push how I shepherd. And also, and also with, with, uh, take out, taking out the opportunities with, I have the younger, I'm shepherding the, like the younger community of the church. And so recognizing like, these are people who probably have, ex- have experienced, some of them have experienced church hurt, but a lot of them aren't as ingrained in a misunderstanding of who God is because they just haven't had the time under that type of teaching. And so now we have the opportunity to, to encourage a foundation of truth that when they, graduate, go out to college, have their own families. Like they're not having to relearn or unlearn a whole bunch of stuff. They can just hopefully when they, if they hear false teaching or whatever, they're able to be like, Oh, that's not who God is. 
that's not who the gospel is. That's not that's not the truth of the scripture because of how we have shepherded here. So I know that was that was kind of all over the place, but I'm I'm thankful for the community we have with with each other and with the four fifty six, and I think that that's been a huge catalyst, a massive catalyst between my relationship with the Lord of just being, just content. If that's mm-hmm. if that's a good word to use, just that's a great word. Um, content in Him. I, I have other things at least I can go off, but I'm okay with this. Just kind of going around and talking about okay. random things. If you're cool with it. I've, I've been really thankful for the simpler community. And I know yeah. that's a lot of people at the 456. I know there's obviously people outside of the 456 that listen, but um, the ones I see on a fairly consistent basis and talk to at the 456, it's it's been cool to see how the, it has become kind of a community. Yeah, Like where we talk through, like us three talk through these things and then it's a consistent conversation that happens outside of, of us three. And that was kind of our heart in the beginning yeah. is that these would just launch conversations where people, whether they agree with us or disagree with us, would begin to speak about these things with each other where they talk yeah. and like, yeah. then, then there's that growth. So it's been really cool to see how the community has, has become a community mm-hmm. where these are conversations that are happening. As much as I, um, know that it's kind of a small, this is a small community yeah. comparatively. It is funny how there are ripples or in Pierce's terms, branches of, <laughs> of this that go out, lots of branches go out past, going, past us. Like I, yeah. I, sometimes I hear now like people will, other places will say something about, they'll like talk about an idea whether within like church culture theology. And I'm like, Man, this is this is what we've been talking about. Not yeah. that we were the ones who sparked that, <laughs> sure. but it's like God's yeah. God's doing something where He's like changing people's perspective. Uh, I did a college retreat not too long ago, and uh, I just basically talked about Jesus being core in our life. Like it was some some passages on like letting Jesus be the center of your life, being the core of your life, do everything you do for His glory. And it's funny how. Like that, I kept hearing from the college students, like they were saying this this is an idea that has been coming up a lot lately. That's and cool. I think it's because the culture is changing. So I, I'm really thankful for the opportunity to have these conversations and then having a community that begins to have these conversations along with us. Mm-hmm. So that's been super cool. Yeah, I've also yeah. been super thankful for our church. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's been it's been fun to have a church environment where like when I hear other people talking about their churches. I, I usually, I, well, <laughs> I usually stay silent because it's, I feel like it's always going to sound like I'm saying our church is better. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. that's not what I mean to do because there's no church that's in that regard. Like if you have good right, churches, right, right. Yeah. all proclaiming the scripture, all love Jesus, like there's not one better. Right. Yeah. But I, I, there's like, yeah, people will talk about things happening at their church and I don't even try to jump in the conversation because I'm like, well, it doesn't, that's yeah, not that like doesn't an issue. Our church. <laughs> we yeah. deal with <laughs> here, like, we're not arguing about alcohol. We're not mm-hmm. arguing about, you know, like moralistic stuff. I'm the sure three, there are, the three of us actually like each other. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. <true. laughs> and it's, 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 I've been thankful to have the opportunity to be part of a local body, a local church where people actually want to know Jesus and live for mm-hmm. his glory. And I feel like, I mean, I've seen this even in San Angelo, like there's, there's a lot of, I think a lot of ministries where pastors have to work so hard to get their church to move back to a starting line where they can begin to teach that. Mm -hmm. They spend so much time moving people away from an idea that life is about something other than Jesus. And it was like, how cool is it that we get to have a church where we just have the the opportunity to just proclaim Jesus and people come. And my sister and her husband just moved back um, to San Angelo and uh, her husband's actually taken a, pastor job at my dad's church. Um, but they, I think they had come 
earlier this year, maybe, or maybe late last year to the 456 once. And my sister was like, I was so shocked at like the, the variety of age you guys have at church. <laughs> she, I think everybody just assumes we have this, like, yeah. like all 20 somethings in our church. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's because, because there's a group of people of various ages that like want to jump on board on this journey of, mm -hmm. yeah. of living life for the glory of Jesus. And it's been super cool to see the age range. Yeah, and I'm really thankful for that. Cause I think that there's so much health as far as our local church that comes in with us having the, I mean, literally, literally we have babies up into like, what is George? Like 94, Two, 93. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's a lot of range, yeah. you know? So that, that's been really, really cool. I've been thankful for that. I've been thankful also in that, in that regards to be part of a church community that, um, doesn't view us as pastors from like a working for the church perspective, because mm -hmm. that makes it so much easier to do ministry. Yeah. To be part of a church that has that perspective. Yeah. <coughs> I have a lot more yeah, bran yeah, yeah. branches to go off of, but I more branches to go off of. Um, did you have anything else you want to say, Ryan? I know we didn't, we didn't set that forum when you started no, talking. No, I'm not thankful for anything else. <laughs> He's done. <laughs> Uh, I'll say this. Well, if you are talking, I can keep talking. <laughs> but I want to give you the chance to say I'll it. say this. Absolutely. This has been an incredibly blah year for me. Hmm. Um, like, I don't know. It just feels mundane. Yeah. <laughs> um, and maybe some of that is like busyness. <laughs> some of it is like, I think there is a lot of, like with the growth of people at church, there's a lot of things that, we're trying to figure out and shape and move mm -hmm. forward. And it, it, uh, for a long time, I think when we were small, it was like really easy to, to like implement things sure. for mm -hmm. the, like for the church. And now it's, it's a little bit harder because it's for a bigger group of people. So there's more thought, more processing, more concept development, more, yeah. the, even the administration of it, like everything gets, gets tougher. So it's like, I feel like we've been, maybe this is what you were saying earlier, Ryan. Like, I feel like we've been moving towards something really cool that's about to happen, but I don't know what that is yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like that, maybe it's because that's the process we're in right now. It feels blah. <laughs> like, I'm ready for the reveal. Like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to know what it is, but it's like working in the process right now. It's like, I just want to see the finished <coughs> result. Mm -hmm. So it's felt really blah. Yeah. Um, normally, I think I would say like, man, I've been thankful that, you know, I caught a giant bass this year like i <laughs> won a disc golf tournament and just not even though like none of those things have had like i haven't been fishing much i haven't played a whole lot of disc golf tournaments um even like the disc golf ministry i did this year was like building it was it wasn't even growth like a, year yeah. yeah so it's just felt yeah kind of like mundane and blah and it's i think it's been a good reminder for me that even a life a year of life without like giant um like exciting things that happen is still a life where I can go, man, I'm thankful for yeah. these like core things in my life. Like, yeah. My family is amazing. Um, the church is amazing. Our, like our staff is amazing. Like all these things that are foundational that mm -hmm. I can, I can still be thankful for, man, even like football. Like I don't think any of my kids have won very many football games this year. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's just like, everything's like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, everything's mundane and blah. Yeah. Yeah, I think Grayson, they may have won one game. Seth's team, Central won one game. It's just like, <laughs> you're just getting used to losing it. Everything you do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not, that's not good for me. It's not. Yeah. You're very competitive. No, I can't. Yeah. But I think, I think we, I think we tend to, think of Thanksgiving from the perspective, not Thanksgiving, the holiday, but thanks 
thankfulness. I think we tend to think of it from a perspective of being comfortable. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, so most of the times that people say what they're thankful for, it's things that make them comfortable. Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful for these things that are good that have happened. I'm thankful that I've had the food in my belly. I'm thankful that I have a roof over my head. I'm thankful that everybody in my family is healthy. I'm thankful. So what we tend to do as Christians is, is think about thankfulness from a perspective of what makes us comfortable rather than to think about thankfulness from the perspective of who we are in Christ. Mm-hmm. And and so while I, I don't want to throw anything under the bus that we've said so far, I think <clears throat> having a, a year where from a cultural perspective, it doesn't feel like there's a lot to be thankful for outside of a roof over my head and food in my belly and just pressing forward. Uh, as Christians, we're not promised any of those creature comforts. As humans, we're not. But I, I think as, as Christians, I think that, oh man, I just had a thought that I wanted to share with you guys. I forgot to share with you. <coughs> now is not the appropriate time for that. Uh, I love that you just say it. Like <laughs> now it's out there. So uh, everybody knows. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, remind me later about Abraham. So uh, I will get texts from this. Wendy, yeah, I look yeah. forward to your text and we can <laughs> yeah. talk about it. So, um, but it, <sighs> I, I get it. It could be the members only podcast yes. later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of Ryan's inside thoughts. I, I will say this. Like, I, I feel like sometimes we slip into just kind of the routine of life. And if we're not careful, yes. mm-hmm. if we're not careful, there's the opportunity, especially for people like me with a background in depression, with depression as part of who I have been in the past. It, it's really, def- it, there's a temptation to feel very dissatisfied in that. Mm. And a temptation to feel very uncomfortable, like very discontent. Pierce, Mm -hmm. you used the word content Mm -hmm. and you said that you feel content. And sometimes when things are just pressing forward as normal and we're having to kind of put your head down, go forward, do the work, sometimes we're not thankful for that. Mm -hmm. But but I am I am having to be deliberate in my thinking about the things of God. So one of there are there are about eight things legitimately right now that I really want to do in my life. Um, and I have a deep desire for all of them. And some of them move me forward spiritually. And some of them are just personal things that I've really wanted to do. And some of them are, uh, goals that I've had in terms of physical health and strength and different things. But like, there are so many things that I want to do and I practically can't do all eight of them right now in my life. It's just, there's not room to do that. And, and so I find myself constantly discontent <laughs> because I, I can't ever, something that I, I'm oh, passionate okay. about is having to be put to the side. Mm. And so I feel like I'm robbing for myself all the time because I'm putting energy into thing A, which means thing D is not being done. But then if I do thing D, I feel like I'm cheating something else. Mm-hmm. And what I know is that these are all things that God has cultivated in me. I'm convinced of it. And I think that they are all things that will have a place and a time in my life. They just aren't all able to be done today. Mm-hmm. And so I am, I am thankful. I, I know this might sound weird. I am thankful that I still want more. I think sometimes in our, in our life, in our families, in our pursuit of God, I think we get to a place, and this isn't, I am not correcting what you said, Pierce. I think for me, let me just speak about myself. I think sometimes for me, I have the tendency to get so content and so comfortable where I'm at 
that I don't desire more of the things of God, that I, I lose ambition, I lose drive because right now is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean complacent by any means. I know you don't. That's why I'm saying this yeah, is not yeah, yeah. a correction. Maybe there's maybe there's a different word That's we can use instead it. of contentment. Yeah, yeah. instead <laughs> of contentment, because I think no, that no, no, even, no, no, no. I was just gonna. I've no Pierce. <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> I just think that I'm just thinking of future because you're right. I think that there is something that pushes us, that drives us. Yeah. But even within us being pushed, that doesn't change. Like you're not discontent with who you are in Christ. Not at all. Maybe it, you're just discontent with, with. I could I can make it practical because mm. I'm probably more driven than most people in life in general, but I find myself incredibly content like with the things that I have Yeah, and it doesn't change my drive. So maybe I need to use a different word than content because I have felt. I think comfortable is the right word. I I have felt. Because I know what you're saying. I don't ever feel that. I don't, I don't find myself lulled into, to comfortability. I I have felt so unsettled this year because, yeah, because there's so much pulling at me that I want to do. Mm Not bad stuff. Not any, like, I'm not resentful of any of the things. I'm not saying I wish I was doing this less. Like, I want to do it all. And right, because I can't practically right now, I'm feeling unsettled. It's like, man, I'm leaving so much that Mm -hmm. I want to do undone. Uh, What is exciting to me, though. Do you feel content? (sighs) Because I feel like that might be the, like, that might be the, like, maybe what I actually think I'd, I think I, I can totally hear what you're saying, Pierce. Mm-hmm. I think that that, I don't feel like those have to be mutually exclusive. I think that the best way to be driven is, is by contentment. Like mm. when you are flesh that out, content flesh with where out. you are, it allows you as a found, it allows you a foundation to move forward from. If you're yeah. not content, then you're probably going to be grasping for something that you don't know what is like, what it is you're after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah, yeah, except for I, my things aren't ambiguous things. Uh, like I, I know very specifically the things that I want to accomplish. Yeah, yeah, but you, oh, okay, here's what I mean. Yeah. You wouldn't look at Michelle and the boys and be like, I'm just not content with just having you guys. No. That's what no, I mean. No, no. It's yeah. like you, when you say content, what you're actually expressing is emotional desire to accomplish the things that you want to accomplish. Yes. Which I, doesn't mean you're not content. I think that might yeah, yeah. be where we're describing it differently. Okay. What you're describing could be what you're just, dis- what you think of as contentment. And so maybe we need a different word. Yeah. But like, it, I feel like, I feel like having those goals without a foundational of, of I'm, I think content's the best word. I'm content with the things that are existing in my life. I don't think those other goals you're ever going to find that in. No. Does that I, make sense? Yeah. Like you're not going to find contentment in those other I things agree. if you're not content with I'm, what you have now. I'm not unhappy. I, I feel more desire than I've ever felt in my life. Mm-hmm. And that is weirdly something I'm excited and thankful for Yeah, yeah, yeah I because, you. because I'm not slowing down. Mm-hmm. Like I, I started, I started a couple of weeks ago. I've been wanting to do this for a long time, uh, summarizing. And I just, I, I thought, okay, there has to be a good systematic approach to this. So I've started in the new Testament because I think that makes more sense, but I am, I am outlining every book of the new Testament with one sentence or two sentences per chapter. Mm-hmm. because my goal is to get to a point where when somebody says, well, Matthew 16, and I can go and recall those one or two sentences mm-hmm. and go, here's what that's talking about. So like I can walk right now, I could walk through the entirety of the book of Romans. I could walk through the entirety of the book of Hebrews. I could walk through the entirety of the book of James. Uh, I could walk through the entirety of the book of Galatians. And that's about it. Like I want to be more thorough. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. And so like, you, my guess is this is a personality thing too. Like 
what you're experiencing that you're thankful for that this drive to move forward is also the thing that like makes you uncomfortable with saying content because for you that might lull you into yeah, I, complacency. I don't want to stop. Yeah. You know what I I'm mean? With you. Like I'm with you. Uh, we're just we're just talking like we need to stop. I think we need to stop in this conversation trying to figure out words. Yeah. And just use a description. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just um I I submitted a short story to a writing contest at the end of October. Mm-hmm. Um I have an, I have several books that I want to write. It's Con- a it's a value system. Yes. Like there, you're, you're expressing like there's some things that have been of value to you for a long time that you're finally like being able to like reach at and yeah, grasp towards. But there are other things as our church is growing, there are other things that pull on my time and mm-hmm. I'm getting to teach a lot more and meet yeah. people a lot more, which means something else has to not be done as yeah. much. And it's super interesting because I'm not resentful of the first thing <laughs> because it's taking away from the other thing. But like, I just, I don't know. I feel more driven right now than I've ever felt. And I, like I said, I'm, I feel like I'm in a growth period. I don't just like that Geico commercial where it's like, you have a dude who's like super skinny and then, and then he gets stronger and stronger with every pants cut. Another cut and yeah. he has back to him and he's look a little bit more every time. I, I don't know, man. I just, I am excited to see what comes next. You said something similar to Micah a moment <laughs> ago. And, and I just, there are a lot of things before me and I am excited to make, see what comes it next. makes me think I was having a conversation with Matt Stanley recently about time. Like we mm-hmm. were both expressing how we've realized um, in our forties, like how much, how much that means to us, mm-hmm. just time in general, mm-hmm. like, it, like it really does begin to, to surpass the idea of any kind of like monetary contentment, sure. like monetary uh, comfortability. Yeah. Our time is super valuable. Yeah. yeah. So what's hard is, Matt and I were talking about this, like what it seems like right now is if you sacrifice, unless you just have an exorbitant amount of money, you sacrifice the money for the time Mm -hmm. in in any capacity. So you could, I mean, we're we're talking about this, like Matt, Matt could like quit his job right now and enjoy all the time he would have, but like they would be in a tough (laughs) spot financially. So you're sacrificing the one for the other. I mean, I, I think we've talked about that before. Like we could take jobs at other places, other churches that offer us these jobs with, or we would get paid comfortably mm-hmm. but what we would be sacrificing is the opportunity to do church like we're doing it now yeah the time we have the ability you have to teach and to spend time with people is the time yeah you know what i mean and eventually we'll get you to a place hopefully as, as a church where the the money's not the issue mm-hmm. where you're able to not have to worry about that in regards to things like painting where you're able to like have it, the drive yeah without yeah. having to think about it from a monetary perspective without yeah. the obligation yes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but it's just kind of the nature of life though is like there yeah. does seem to be that ebb and, ebb and flow where you kind of have to sacrifice one for the other but i do think that like i am really thankful for my time yeah i i just i don't know <laughs> god has got to do some work in me because i I'm wasting too much time. I don't know. I, That's I, so funny I've to hear gotta, you say that. I've got to figure it out. I, I feel like right now I need to chill. <laughs> Let, uh, last Sunday, <clears throat> I, I've i had these allergies the last week or so. Are you biting your cup lid, Ryan? I thought you forgot how to drink a drink for a second <laughs> <You're> there. <laughs> biting your cup lid. <laughs> 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 
So no, the the tea was all over the yeah, lid. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to spill it. We That's have right. that on video now. Yeah, I know. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> that was Ryan like the drink. <laughs> Just attack the cup. Liqu- am, liquids in here somewhere. I am thankful for all the memes that we gather from <laughs> yeah, for Ryan. Just, just Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we really need to add another elder that's more bent my way so that <laughs> it's a level playing field. I, I can have somebody to defend <laughs> yeah. me from time to time. I mean, yeah, I don't think Darren's gonna help you out. So much question, how would you defend for what you just did though? <laughs> <laughs> no move on what are you thankful yeah, for pierce allergies so, not allergies and then last saturday after grace's football game i just i literally just like laid on the bed and i totally needed to do it and i fell asleep for a couple hours and then i was gonna go harvest some wood um and nolan and tracy's and then i was like this is a terrible idea so i just chilled the rest of the day and it re- really made sunday better like i felt a lot better on sunday needed it yeah and then sunday afternoon i was gonna go home and rest and uh, remembered that i have this garage workshop mm-hmm. and what's hard about doing epoxy stuff wooden epoxy is that there's a drying time and i can't use my workshop if there's epoxy drying because mm-hmm. i'll get dust in the epoxy makes sense and so i remembered that, that I needed to pour some epoxy Sunday afternoon so it'd be dry by like Tuesday when I get to start back in the workshop again. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm supposed to be resting, I'm pouring epoxy in the garage and Cammy <laughs> pops her head in the garage and she's like, I thought you were supposed to be resting today. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah. I need to I need to flip. I, I actually probably need to find some time where I'm chilling more. But see, for me, it's like, um, what's chill time for me that I need to implement more of is like going out and fish doing something yeah. yeah leisurely it's that's uh it's more of like a mental thing yeah mm-hmm. i don't actually have a problem physically resting when my, my body will be like you're done and i just have to take a nap yeah. which is fine but <clears throat> but i i am incredibly thankful that i have the opportunity to do that i yeah. can't i can't do it as much in the summer but man fall and spring like i love the flexibility of mm-hmm. being able mm-hmm. to change my weeks up a little bit like that yeah mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. I like I like the branches. There's several branches, you know. Give us another branch. Uh, yeah, I had being a baby this year. Yeah, you got to be thankful for that. I was really thankful for Adeline. Uh, you also bought girls, a house. Man. You bought a new house. I bought this a year. house this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, so there's. I don't. My year was not very blah. <laughs> no, <laughs> regards to life accomplishments. And, and your um, wife changed her career. You guys had a big fin- year. Finished the master's degree. Yeah, she finished that. So she's. Uh, kind of in between jobs in regards to that right now, but she has, she had the opportunity to be able to work from home and be with a new baby. And so like yeah, there, cool. she was, it, it's like from our perspective, like she went from going nonstop to being able to be home six days out of the week, like, awesome. which is dope, which is awesome. So, um, yeah, cause she'd so, been doing school and work for a few years. Yeah. And leading up to the end there, she was nine months pregnant, she was eight months. So like that yeah. whole last, uh, last uh, semester, she was on the the tail end of pregnancy so like she's probably thankful to have all that yeah, just kind of, which is funny then we, then we were like let's move to a house <laughs> let's move and start a whole new project and a house that needs a lot that of needs work, a lot of work it'll yeah. be it's gonna be so cool Dude, it'll be, be a complete flip mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely. the only thing you're not doing is tearing the sheetrock off the wall <laughs> it's doing everything else though which is is which is so funny like i, th- I feel like we've we've talked about like this uh this this feeling of things happening um, mm. for actually a little bit there, there was a, a, a couple of years ago, I think it was on Stafford tree. My guy, I, I was just, I was just talking and I think I was just venting some stuff out. Um, and you were like, well, I know what that is. Like God's preparing you for something, mm. whatever that is. And I, I mean, and, it's, and I think that, that over the past few years, I mean, my family's grown, the church has grown. There's, there's been a lot that I feel like God was really 
kind of maturing in me and growing me for right, right. within those moments. But I, but I do think, I do think more specifically, there's just been a lot on our hearts in regards to ministry and the, the, the fact of like this, of, of, of the changes that are taking place and the, mm-hmm. the, the growth that we're experiencing, not just numerically, but, but what we've, what we've expressed spiritually here as well. So like, um, so over the past few years, I've been excited for, for that. And I think that we're, I'm curious if next year we're going to be like, ah, that's, that's what it was. And we're here now we prepared it, but I feel like we're going to just to branch off again, Brian, of what you said, um, as you were talking, I, I, we, we've talked a few episodes ago about how, um, your, I forget the language we use, but ever since the tough conversation last year or whatever, um, how there's been a shift in you and, and, and then now this year, you think you, you said this year, there's been a lot more enjoyment in Bible reading instead of, mm-hmm. uh, and, and there's been a lot more refreshing, like those types of terms that you're using. Um, and I think too, just based off the 10 years that I've known you, it's interesting. I think that, I think you've always, you've always, you've had like stuff you're doing and then like those aren't necessarily completed, but they're already in motion. And then it's, I think even subconsciously you're ready for the next thing to be in motion. And it's cool to see it from the perspective for you. That's not, um, that's not from an obligation standpoint, it's from, it's from an excited standpoint. Yeah. So I think yeah, as yeah. you were talking, I was realizing, like, but this is all coming from a place of contentment because you, you seem, you seem secure, like secure in who you are in Christ, secure in our relationship, secure what the 456 is doing, secure. You've been, I think the, the thing that you've never, ever seemed insecure in from my perspective has been your marriage. Yeah, no. um, and so like, I think that it's been cool to see like, the Lord kind of work in your life of how you have this level of security that now I think that's probably why these passions and drives feel so different to you is because it's based on a firm founder, like a, you know what I mean? Like a, a I'm not secure, trying to earn an identity. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're not trying to prove anything yeah, to anybody. Fair. You're living it out. And yeah. I think that's, so I'm just well, as your friend, I'm thankful for that as well. Micah we has been it. telling me for years that I needed to be more confident in my abilities. I just think you need to be better. You know? Although he constantly <laughs> tells me that's a stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> You just need to be confident. We're not talking about your abilities. We're talking about your language. He's like, he's like, yeah, you said that wrong. Say that differently. <laughs> like every it other day. If it makes you feel any better, yeah. I say that to everybody. But uh, it doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> You're just like everybody, man. I know. Yeah. My poor kids. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not trying to earn anything. I'm yeah. just, there's a... Like for the first time in my life, I feel like, man, these are all things I can do. Yeah. And I want to, I want to do every single one of them. I'm excited for you. I'm excited <laughs> for what that means for us, for the 456, for us as friends, for your family. Like that's exciting. Yeah. Um, I'm, I forgot to finish my thought a second ago, but uh, kind of like the fire within or like the, the sense that something's coming and being prepared for that and things like that. There, the moment that like the first night in this new house, there was a level of like, Oh, this is where we are. Like this is where this is where we're gonna be. And both Hannah and mine heart and mine heart ever since uh, being we're really just ever since really being at the four fifty six. We've wanted to be able to serve and open our home and just have, we've wanted to express hospitality. We want to we want to do meals. We want to build people up. We want those things. And Delwood was like the perfect way for us to take ownership of that because we had yeah. more space to be yeah. able to do it. And then this opportunity arose, and I think both of us are just like this is it. Like we're, cool. we're going to be able to really open this place up and just get as many people as we can in here and, uh, and love on them and, and serve them and eat together and laugh together and, um, share the gospel. And that's just been, that's been a part of our daily prayers with, with our girls as we're going to bed. It's just like, 
thankful for this home that we yeah. like we have this opportunity you know, we've, yeah. we've had the opportunity for sure but looking at where we would were at Princeton versus like well, a space like this is and I think what's crazy. cool is you're to some degree reaping the the benefits of what you've sown in regards to real estate like yeah the yeah. reason you're able to move into this house now is because you guys have done well mm-hmm. in the houses wise. you've yeah. had before yeah, yeah, yeah. and moving towards this so this yeah. has kind of been a goal Absolutely. For a yeah. while. And yeah. now you're, now you're getting to reap the rewards of Which that. is so exciting. I'm very thankful for that. And you were the only person ever who's ever <laughs> taken my advice on this kind of stuff. <laughs> ever. Yeah. What's looking back, like, I don't know why, I mean, we, we were friends for three or four years at that point. I, my, actually, yeah. So about, for about a little four years, I, I guess we really established trust because like, this, this is a big step. But I mean, I don't know. On paper, it makes much sense. I'm going to be paying less for rent. I think, and you, under, a, I think you understood the concept yeah. enough even though you weren't like super handy at that point, mm-hmm. you understood it enough to go, this is worth the risk. Yeah. And it was. Because it wasn't, it wasn't really much of a risk. <laughs> no, 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 no. And it worked out just. And you're thankful for that. And I'm thankful for that. <laughs> I'm thankful, yeah. So I'm glad, I'm glad I had someone like you to push me. I need to start pushing everybody around me and see what happens. You know, <laughs> they all take the risk. They all lose their money. They, well, <laughs> that's part of the risk. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, it definitely takes start a certain kind of shoving people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like. Just pushing people down. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's not what it was. What are you doing? You also spent so much time with me on the road. And I'm sure at that point, I'm just like verbally processing all the yep. things I'm thinking about doing as you're listening. Mm-hmm. So you're probably just getting, I'm like, just like throwing I can up all these too. ideas on you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can probably, we could probably keep going for different things in life. Do I want to, we want to, we want to wrap good. it up. Cool. Yeah. That's the complete comprehensive list of our thankfulness. And, uh, and we're thankful. <laughs> we're thankful that you could join us on today. Uh, so yeah, so we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, what are you thankful for? What was, what was this year? Was this year more of a blah year where your kids won't stop losing at their sports yeah, or, <laughs> or was there, was there a lot of things? I mean, I have, I have a little blue eyed girl that I love so much that like I going into parenthood back you can rewind or not rewind, but go find previous episodes of me asking you guys like, what's it like to have two kids and just the amount of blessing it is to have this little cuddly ball of awesomeness like yeah um and have her blue eyes stare at me and i think our full very first episode day. was just like a week or two before your first child was born yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so there was may may 27th to 2020 and then it was like may then the teens may 13th or something mm-hmm. like that was our first episode but we started yeah. this in may of 2020 Isn't that yeah. crazy yeah <laughs> like what a month and a half into COVID. um <laughs> so yeah lot to be thankful for but we'd love to hear from you guys what what was this year like for you what are you thankful for do you struggle with an idea of thankfulness how what words should we use in regards to contentment <laughs> there's lots of things to respond to uh but go find us at social media at simpler pod um that's where you can contact us can get a hold of us uh go show steven some love at 87 realty group he's awesome and hey as always keep crisis core what could be simpler than that catch y'all next week bye i got a number to change a shirt